Welcome back, everybody. We are going to focus on Mishle, uh, the film to go and Purish, Perik Aleph, Pasuk Beis. So thank you so much for being on this journey with me. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, email or WhatsApp me at yosefetropper at gmail.com or 443-929-1801. Thank you so much for joining with me. The, the Grun Mishle, as we said many times, has so many different statements about the wisdom of life, and there's just so much to learn. So let's read the uh, Pasuk first, and then we'll go through what the Grun is saying. There's He has in my opinion, two or maybe three main points, and we will hopefully go through it. So the first Pasuk, we talked about who the author of Mishle is, Shlomo. We explained the um, many different aspects of um, Homer and Sura and Tachlis Ayin Shem, or Tishma Shem. Um, okay, so the second Pasuk set, explains what the uh, what the purpose of a Sefer is, Lodas Chachma, and it's going to mention three things that the Grah is very curious to explain, as always. The, one of the most amazing things about the Grah is that he's always explaining the beauty and the significance of all the words. So, Ladas Chachmetz, so that you'll know uh, knowledge, wisdom, um, Musr. And Musr actually, um, in, in the context that we usually use it in nowadays, it usually seems to mean, you know, working on yourself, personal development. But really, Musr just means the way to act, the proper etiquette of how to act. And we find this many times the way it's used. Um, Rambam uses it in that terminology as well. As well, that's that's probably what it means here as well. Lahavin Imri Bina to understand the words of Bina, which is Torah. Now Rashi explains doesn't explain all the different words like some of the other Rishonim do, but Rashi says that Meshalam here are to teach people that you should be Amal and Torah, which is the which is the Chachma um, Musar and Bina of life. Now, if we take a quick look at these words. And keep in mind that the grow will not necessarily explain them in order, but he will. There is a reason that they're in the order that they're in. But oftentimes the word chachma and bina come together. Many of us are familiar with this, um, you know, chabad, chachma, bina, and das. And the truth is that there, there's no exception here because chachma is wisdom and bina is extrapolation of that wisdom, which is usually looked at as male and female. Male is the wisdom, woman is the extrapolation. The male gives his personal. Um, contribution to the child, which is a flash of inspiration and wisdom, and the woman nurtures it, which is what Bina is. And of course, Das, or Musser in this case, would be the product, which is the child that comes out. Um, and so we'll, we'll see that that's what's going on in the Pasuk as well. Okay, so says the Vilna <clears throat> and this is an example of a Niyam, there's a lot of other gras that explain what the gra here means. And Rabbi Nachman Sakala, the author, actually cross-references you to a gra in Yeshaya in order to understand it. And Bezer Shem will speak out as much as we can. Okay, so what does it mean? Says the gra, Ladas, the first words of the Pasuk are to know. That's the purpose of the whole Sefer. And like we mentioned earlier, that <clears throat> there's Homer Tzura, Tachlis, etc. Leda Chachma, Shalipo Bresh Yetzer. The main thing of Chachma is not to be trapped by the Yetzer Now, remember we started, we talked about how the Gras says that the first ten Barakim of Mishle are one theme called Shlomo, which is to get rid of the Pito Yetzer, which is what Chachma is all about. Um, and that's that's a large part of Tachblus Ase Mohama, with tactics you should fight against. And that's, um, that's an important part of Chachma, and that uh, he shouldn't seduce you. Um, in Mitzur Muskavrilov, what does Musr mean? It means that if you are losing that battle, so, so you have to pull yourself back. As it says in the Pasuk, to say to those who are trapped, get out. Okay. And so the Gura now explains that there's two levels of being trapped in the Yitzhar, and they're pretty obvious. One of them is oblivion, that I don't even know what I'm doing something wrong. And the other one is struggle, which is I know I'm doing something wrong, it's just too hard. 
And that's an important chilek in life. Sometimes we have to just know. Do, do, I, do I not even know what's wrong? Uh, Rabbeinu Yonah in, um, in his Sefer, uh, wonderful Sefer Shari Tshuva, so the, he dedicates the entire uh, Shar Gimel, which is the longest part of the Sefer, it's very, very long, to just talk about the mitzvos. <laughs> because he says that if a Baal Tshuva doesn't even know what he's supposed to be doing, then he doesn't even know he did anything wrong. And my Rebbe, Rabbi Asher Zalek Rubin, that's all he used to always say, that if you asked Rav Chatzka what to learn in El or what to learn at all in Musr, he would say, start with that in Rabbi Yonah, because that's a very compelling argument. If you don't even know what you're doing wrong, then how are you going to do the right thing? Um, Agav, Rabbi Yonah wrote three Svarim that we know of, and he writes about it himself. He wrote um, Shari Tshuva, which is on the greatness of Tshuva. He wrote Shari Tfila, which actually was found um, in the early uh, 80s and was put out by uh, Rabbi Yaman Zilber, uh, Zilberman, that's all. Um, and um, he did a phenomenal job in putting out that safer, which is a safer on on Tefillah, very beautiful safer. And in fact, well, I don't want to digress too much, but there's interesting quotes in there that he had been quoted by Rishonim as saying, but yet we never knew about it until we found that safer. Um, and then the other one he wrote is Shari Torah, which tragically is lost. You know, who, who knows if it'll ever show up in a museum somewhere? But as, as far as I know, it's never been found. If anyone knows otherwise, please let me know. But anyway, so Rabbi Yonah really wanted that theme. So one of his big themes of Shari Chuba is to understand what's right and what's wrong, which is what the Gra is saying here as well, that first you have to know what's right and wrong, then you have to try to fight against uh, the temptations against that take you away from that. So um, so that Pasa, Glamour, La Surin Su, and La Sherbachosha Chigalu, that's exactly what he's trying to evoke, that there are some people that are Bachosha, they don't even know what's right and wrong, and then there are some people <clears throat> that are Asurin, that they're trapped. They know what's right and wrong. I don't want to be here, but they don't know how to fight it. Why is it in that order? Meaning, it should have said, those who are in darkness that don't know anything, and then those who are trapped because they know what they're doing, but it's, it's harder. So, Lahora, it's explaining the the, um, the the two levels from worst from, from least to worst. Meaning that if you know what's right, but you're trapped, so then that oftentimes could take less effort than if you just know nothing and you're living in oblivion, like a Tinoch Shanishba. Perhaps, but anyway. So, from those who are already trapped, says the Gra, they must sewer and tachos yado. That means they're trapped. The government of they know what's right and wrong. They just they're struggling. So, the Musr will, will will help you. Those who are in darkness shall row arva inom akiram pituya. They don't even understand that Yitzar is trying to destroy you. They don't even know that that battle is raging. The akiro pituya, if you'll recognize, um, it's. It's um, distractions. Okay, it's 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 seduction. So that's an important thing. Again, the girl is going to talk a lot about Muhammad Sayyidzer. One of them is knowledge, and the other one is um, fighting. Okay, next Lahavan and Rabina, which is which is what there's one more shtickle here, um, and then I have an interesting surprise for you, which I think you'll find very very delightful in understanding Mishlei in general and a lot of things. Ki afim yishaber as Yitzur v'tava. So even if a person works on himself, you're the shaber b'derech You have to do it in a healthy way. Lahavan imri bina means you have to do it alpi Torah. For example, don't be a fanatic. To try to outdo the Torah. You say, oh, I'm, I sinned. I'm going to fast every single week. Or even Shabbos. And that's not what Hashem wants. Hashem does not want you to be a fanatical when it comes to um, torturing yourself. He wants you to be a healthy, balanced person who follows the Torah very well and very uh, dedicatedly. So says the Grah now, let's zoom out in this Pasik. The Pasik says three things. Ladas, Chachma, Musr, and Lahavan Imri Bina. So what are these three things? Okay? So he explains him, They correspond to three um brains inside man. They're the three aspects of knowledge. Okay? So and now I'm gonna explain based on what he's cross-referencing to um Yeshaya and also based on on the Ralbag and other Mafarshim that explain this similar thing. There's Seichel Hayuni, which translates literally as the um, 
as the uh, I'm going to call it the spiritual brain, even though the word uni means um, to look into something deep, deeply, like we talked about learning bi'in versus bikias, you know. But iuni actually, in this case, is going to mean um, spiritual, heavenly matters. Okay. Now it's going to be a little bit confusing because heavenly in his book actually refers to the spirituality of heaven. Um, you know, I would say the theology, theological mind. That's what I would. That's by the way. That's the best way I would translate it. Yesh uh, But there are three aspects of mind in mankind. It's fascinating. The Grub, by the way, has an Adaris Elio. He talks about seventy powers of the of the soul, which are also very very fascinating. So here, this is a very very famous um, division. Seichel Yuni is the um, theological mind. Seichel Machshava is the business mind, and Seichel Maisa is the practical mind. That's how I would translate it. So Huyuni, the first one, the Darach Shemayim, the Darach refers to how the heavens work. That's why I called it the um, spiritual or theological mind. But now here's what he says: Behilach Kochavim, how the how the um, stars move, and Uvim Markava and also in, in how God runs the world. Markava is is God's chariot, which is how He runs the world. So the first brain that a person has is the um, <clears throat> is a brain of of theology and spirituality. and the practical business. Mind who lahanegas atzmo bemidos. It's how to act the way you want to act. The seichel hamaisa who bemaisa is how you is how you actually bring things out. Vehem neged chukim umishpatim umitzos, and they correspond to chukim. Chok we know is a precept that has no explanation. Mishpatim are laws, which are civil laws that make perfect sense, like how you get along with your neighbor. And mitzvos are the commandments that connect you with God. Chukim b'shemaim. So therefore, I would not necessarily have divided this way. So we have to really understand it deeper. Chukim have to do with the heaven. So that's the first level of things in the heaven, okay? Kibosh um, as it says, Hayadas Chukim Shemayim. Chukim Shemayim, he knows the, the, the laws. Now, what does that mean? That means that Chok is something that just, it's a Chok Vlo Yavar. It's, uh, or we talk about um, certain mitzvahs, for example, um, La Zazel, or keeping kosher. It's a Chok. We don't understand it. I mean, you could explain different aspects of it, like certain animals give you a bad teva because they have a bad nature, etc. And therefore, when you eat it, it becomes part of you. But at the end of the day, a lot of it we can't fully understand. And that's a Chok, but God said to do it anyway. Um, so that's the first level of spiritual. And to a certain degree, um, we don't understand how God runs the world. Uh, we have many, many chazals and svarim that explain the basic premises of it, but we don't understand each individual, why each person goes through what they go through in, in this world. We don't understand that. We're not privy to it for the most part. Mishpatim, Hemba Arts, and Mishpatim are civil law, how the land functions. The king establishes the land with, with Mishpat, with judgment. Um, and, and there has to be civil law of how to, of how to do things. So, mitzvos, the mitzvos are what connect the two of them. Um, and this is really, really important. So, let me zoom out. <clears throat> There's another Savyad that Ramosha Philip brings on the bottom that he says that Shirashirim is Chachma. That's the wisdom of how, it's funny because it's really the love of God, but it's the wisdom of how the world is run. It's the theology, theological mind. Uh, Koheles is Bina, um, and then Mishle is the Dasa Machaber, it's the thing that connects him. Now, the Hain So, they are episode of Shemayim, Aretz, and Adam HaMachabron, heaven and earth, and the um, and the man that connects it to. Vehem So, Torah, Umitzvos, Umidos. And this is the same thing of Torah, which is the theology, theological God, and then Mitzvos, <coughs> which is the, seemingly, um, seemingly the Mitzvos part, is the um, civil law, and Midos are, is the, um, is the way that man connects Man, man connects it. Now, I'm sorry. Chukim mishpatim and mitzvos. It's very confusing because he's going back and forth. Okay. So it's and, and he says. So let me let me let me zoom out for a second. 
so sorry, the, the Gra actually explains it in a different place, and he says the following thing. Um, so Torah is iyuni. The Torah is the way that we connect to God. So that, that makes sense. That's the um, the spiritual mind. Mitzvos are the maisa. The maisa of how we do things is the act that we that we bring out, and midos is the machshava, and the machshava is how we um, think about business and think about things that we want to do. So Torah is the is the spiritual mind. Mitzvos are the action mind, which is the last one, and then midos are the machshava. So when we come back to the pasuk, it's a little bit confusing, but let's try to read it again. Ladas chachmo umaser. The purpose of a sefer is that I'm going to teach you chachma, which is the wisdom of God, theology, and musr. And musr is what we just said. Uh, musr is the um, action of how to act. And then lahavan imre bina, and bina is the um, is the is the uh, practical understanding of life. So basically, what it seems to me is going on, and again, the whole Mishlei is to connect these two, which is, you know, the wisdom the wisdom of Mishlei is the practicality that it brings. Um, okay, so therefore, it ends up that the first thing of Chachma is very obvious. That's that's the theology. That's the way to connect to God. And the, the next thing of mitzvos or the Misa, which are how to act, how, what to do, and that Inyan is... Kenegad the Machshava. Now it's interesting because mitzvahs I would have thought were Kenegad Misa, that their actions. But the answer is that no, a mitzvah is meant to Israel. It's meant to, to perfect you. And so a, a large part of a mitzvah is the Tzrichus Kavana part. It's a Kavana that what it makes of you. And then of course the Midos are Renu Musim. So it ends up that the Pasik's order, Ladas Chachma, is is the wisdom of knowledge. And then Lahavan Imri Bina is the extrapolation of how to think properly, which is the mitzvos, and oftentimes Torah and mitzvos are, ma- are mother and father. The Torah is the wisdom of it, and the mitzvah is the is the extrapolation. But the middle part of Musr is how to act, which is the the, the mischaber of of what we're trying to do here. Okay, so now I told you I had a little treat, so I want to kind of zoom out because there's some really really fascinating gras that explain this. But basically, um, for example, the, the gra explains elsewhere that <clears throat> these two madrigas of of knowing what the mitzvahs are and not being in darkness about about what you're supposed to be doing. And then, of course, learning how to fight the Yitzhahara. So they are what, what David HaMelech Davin for, Lev Tahar Bar Liyokim, Ruach Nachon Chadashikira. Lev Tahar is um, Purify Me, um, which is... Here, I'll read the Gra. There are two Mechsholos in Avodos Hashem. The first one is some people that know what they're supposed to do, but they have big taiva. So can I get that? David said, Lev Tahar, please give me a pure heart so I shouldn't be desiring the wrong thing. And then Ruach Nachon means teach me what's right, what's actually right and wrong. And that's a phenomenal statement. And again, that's what we delve in for. So um, I, we mentioned earlier that the first Pasuk in Mishle has a large um, uh, mem in it. Mishle, that letter. So what, what's the significance? So the Yalkut Shmoni, if you take a look, it's, it's an awesome thing. It's the first Yalkut Shmoni. I want to read you the first couple lines, and it's fascinating. Um, so one thing it says is that there's a big mem, and it teaches us that mem is big matri of 40, that Shalom HaMelech fasted 40 days that God should give him the wisdom of the Torah. And this is interesting because, really, he got it as a gift. Hashem offered him, what do you want? And he said, I want to leave uh, Maven to understand you and to help judge the people properly. And he got it. So I don't understand. I thought it was a present. But the answer is, even a present you have to earn. So, yes, there's a certain element of freedom that he was given it as a gift because of because of what he asked for, and therefore he got, he got wealth as well for not asking that as well. But 
which is why the Gemara says that if you want wisdom, you should daven for it, and in Bichlal, wisdom is is wealth. But if you just daven for wealth, then that's something in itself. Um, and now listen to this. So So where is wisdom found? So Shlomo Melch was asking, where is it found? And it's machlokes, and it's not really machlokes. But here's the thing. Revelyazer says it's in the head, which means that he understands that intellectual pursuits are what bring to knowledge and and, and wisdom. And Rabbi says it's in the heart. Now, these two um, people, you'll find throughout Shas, they argue about this exact point, about whether the head is the main thing or the heart is the main thing. They're both very important, and it's but here's the thing. This is, I've never seen a medrash that so explicitly says that this exact machogus is machogus between, not machogus, but different approaches of David Melech and, and Shlomo. Why? Because Rabbi Yazar says that it's in the mind, which means that you have to work on wisdom. And the um, Rishua says it's in the heart. Now, if you were to zoom out and say, who represents the head? You would say, logically, a Shlom Elf, because he's so wise. And who represents the heart? You would say, Tehillim, David Elf. Ah, it's actually the exact opposite, which is brilliant and fascinating and confusing. But let me explain. So um, they both bring Psukim, Nasati, Belibi, Shlom Elf says it was in my heart, and Ain Simcha Chachma. Okay, so, um, sorry, Nasata Simcha Belibi is a Pasuk and Tehillim. So you see that David Elf is talking about the heart, and Chacham Beniva Samach, Libi, I'm happy. Um, okay, so, but then David, Shlomo asks for a leave. Maven, he also mentions a heart. Okay, so listen to this. So, Shlomo Melch said, I am different than my father. My father started his wisdom with the first letter, and that's the, and, and he ended in the middle of the, of, of the alphabet. I Meaning, if you look through Olive through Tuff, he started Tehillim with Asher Ish. Now, he didn't actually start Tehillim with Asher Ish, so that needs to be explained, but, um, there's a Zayas Ranan, which is the Magen um, Avram has a whole shtickle on this, um, which we'll get to in a second. So, the Siyem Be'emtza Kol Hanashamat Alaka. So he started with Aleph, because, again, a lot of people say that Tehillim is written out of order. Kol Tehillim Dav Ben Yishai. So it's written out of order. But whatever it is, Asher Ish, I mean, the, the first capital, right? So 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 Asher Ish, sorry, let, let's not get confused. He starts with the Aleph. That's the first capital, period. And he ends in the middle of the Pesukim. Again, it's not exactly the middle, and it's not, um, but the letters, Kol, it's not really the end, it's not the last words, but it's the last last phrase. We say it twice during Davidin, that's why I just repeated it, but in Tehillim it's only said once. Um, but those are that's the last of the capital Kovnun at the end, okay, which is the last of the Halukas that we say every morning. So, um, he, so David started at the top and ended at the, at the end. And by the way, that's the head. The head is the top of the body, and it ends by the heart. So that's one aspect. That's all through Chaflamid. However, um, I will start in the Poseach Be'emtza Osios. I'll start in the middle, which is the Mem of the Mishlei, Magam Sheyesh Chachma, where Chachma is. So David Amal said it's in the head, and Shalom Amal said it's in the heart. That's why Mishlei starts by the Lamed of Lamed Mem, by the by the by the heart, by the lower part of the body. Meaning the the alphabet is represented by Aleph through Tuf. Aleph is your head, and Tuf is your feet somehow. And that's exactly what's going on. And now it says explicitly in this medrash should David Tafas Kedivur of Eliezer David held it was in the head, and Shlomo Kedivur of Yeshua, which is very very brilliant. So what's going on? The answer is that in order to achieve wisdom, you need you certainly need both. You can't have the wisdom without understanding the intellectual and without understanding the emotional. The question is where where they are stressed. And Shlomo HaMelech, it's not surprising. He had a combination of both, but he held that the main thing was the Mem, the Mishlei. Let's start with the heart area. That's where it's all out. And, and if you understand um, what it is in your heart, then you're going to act very differently. And David HaMelech, he held, no, it's in the head. That, yes, it's true. I could write about beautiful, emotional, and evocative things in Tehillim, 
and that's very, very important. But you also have to connect to God with your head first, um, and then and then all those emotions have meaning and they have value. So thank you so much for joining. That's definitely a lot to think about. Those two aspects, of course, they're father and son, and they connect to each other. David Melch was the 14th generation, as Chazal tell us, um, and and um, Shlomo, Shlomo was the the Chama was the was the uh, moon at its full glory of the 15th generation. David Dalid Vav Dalid Dalid is David's name is 14. It spells 14. And Shlomo was Melch Shalom Shlomo. He was the completion of Klai Yisrael's full manifestation of a moon, which is the 15th is always the day that all the Yom Tovim are, Pesach and Sukkot. David was a full manifestation of that. And that's a full manifestation that comes after connecting to God with your head, um, which is what so much of Tehillim is. Tehillim is a, is a logical but also emotionally evocative way of connecting. And Mishlei is an emotional uh, way but also intellectual. And again, there are many people in life that would say that the emotional part of Yiddishkeit captured them and then they understood the intellectual. And there are many people that would say the intellectual part connected them and then they understood the emotional. And they're both right. And there's a lot that you could learn. And both of them need to be evoked and both of them need to be understood. That's why the Pesach Seder, we have Dalad Kosos, which is the emotional part of connecting to God. And we have also three Matzos, which is the intellectual uh, wheat, which is, which is logic, is a way to connect to God. We have to do both. All right. Thank you and have a great day.